With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into another episode of Bill's Talk with Matt Perino, my co-host Ryan Talbot. Uh, we've been off for a week. Well, I've been off for a week. Mr. Talbot has not been. He has been plugging away on the site, uh, getting you guys all covered on everything schedule-related. And, you know, it was a fun week last week, Ryan, uh, watching it kind of all unfold. Uh, before we get to our game-by-game uh, game predictions, which will be out at the site, nyupsyracuse.com, uh, on Monday, what was your biggest takeaway uh, from last week when the schedule came out? You know, I guess for the last few months, the one thing I keep hearing over and over from some fans is, oh, the schedule this year, it's so tough. It's so difficult. It's a lot different than last year, and it is. But when I saw the layout of this schedule, I went through and I thought, it's not so bad. Mm. There's some tough games, don't get me wrong, and – it's very possible the Bills don't meet expectations this year, and it ends up being a disappointing season. It happens every year to certain teams in the league. But when I sat there and I looked at the schedule and the breakdown, I looked at the extra rest the Bills have coming into some of these games. I looked at how some of these teams are going to be coming in off of tough matchups. I, I sat there and I said, you know, this could be a double-digit win season. So it's just kind of funny because all I've heard leading up to this is how difficult the schedule is going to be, and, and maybe it will prove to be that way. But I really actually like the way the schedule breaks down for the Bills. Yeah, so the Bills have, uh, by last year's opponent's records, the fifth hardest strength of schedule in 2020. And, you know, I, I always think that's kind of an interesting uh, way to look at a season because, I mean, you go through this, this schedule, which we're going to go through in, in a minute here, and all of these teams are going to look dramatically different. I mean, obviously, Kansas City is going to still have Patrick Mahomes and Seattle is going to have – Russell Wilson, but if you go through this, you know, schedule, there's teams that are going to be completely different. I mean, look at look at the New England Patriots. We're talking about a team without Tom Brady, the face of the franchise for two decades, and I think that that has to play into it. And I, you know, me personally, I, I'm more on the side of things that think that the Patriots dynasty is over, and, and we're going to see a real, uh, you know, decrease in their ability to win games in 2020 as compared to what they've been able to do before. And I know people are, you know, still say Bill Belichick's there and, you know, that defense is still going to be very good. And don't get me wrong. It's still going to be very good. I think they have, you know, they're in the conversation for the best secondary in the league. I mean, they, they have depth uh, that goes, you know, four guys deep at some positions, but I just think that, um, you know, you can't take a look at this schedule and say, and, and base your expectations uh, for how good or bad the Bills are going to do based on what these teams did last year. I agree completely with that. That's a good way of looking at it because you're right. 
the, the Patriots record factored into that strength of schedule. And this, that's not the same Patriots team by any means. Um, you, you look at a team like the Rams who the Bills are playing this year, you know, you thought that they were on the verge of being a dynasty. And last year they were nine and seven. They missed out on the playoffs. So you never know on a year to year basis how these teams are going to perform, no matter how good they were a year ago. You're right. A team like the Chiefs, yes, I still expect them to be the Chiefs. I still expect them to uh, win double-digit games easily. But that's not the same case for most teams on a year-to-year basis. So let's get into this thing here. Uh, We're going to have our uh, game-by-game predictions out at the site. Uh, To start off with, uh, I have the Bills going 11-5. and Uh, Where do you have them landing? And then let's talk a little bit about that because I think the conversation about what this team can accomplish in 2020 and what the expectations should be and where those two things meet is a very interesting one. I have them at 12 and four with a little asterisk because I don't know if week 17 will be a meaningful game and maybe that'll swing it, swing them down to 11 and five. Mm -hmm. But right now I have them at 12 and four and I know it sounds like, Oh my goodness, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. But again, I, I sit there and I look, I have reasons for a lot of these wins and why they're going to occur. So, you know, time will tell, but I, I sat there and I said, I feel good about saying that this team could reach 12 wins in 2020. I'm right there with you um, in terms of being very bullish uh, on what this team can accomplish this year, uh, you know, barring any major injury. And I think that my argument for why I think 11 wins, you know, at a minimum should be the expectation is, you know, I don't think you should base what you expect out of a team, you know, on who they're playing necessarily. Cause we don't know who these teams are going to be. That's another thing that factors into this. You, you could be looking at a Seattle Seahawks team. That's going to look completely different when you play them uh, in the season. If Russell Wilson, for some odd reason, isn't on the roster because he's injured on injured reserve, something happened. There's so many little things that can happen over the course of the season. And, you know, last year, everybody had the Cleveland Browns going to the Super Bowl. We all know how, uh, that transpired. So there's all these little caveats, uh, you know, that you have to place on this thing. But let's go through this game by game. Um, as we move forward, we'll talk about some other different things. But they're going to start off with the Jets. Very interesting uh, matchup week one because it's the same one from last year. They're just switching uh, stadiums. Uh, I have the Bills winning here. Yeah, same here. Uh, my, my big line of thinking is Joe Douglas invested a lot of money in this offensive line for the Jets, but this is going to be their first actual game together, and I don't see them being a cohesive unit, especially when you see it being a shortened offseason. I think the Bills' defense can take advantage of that. I still question the weapons that Sam Darnold has. Um, I like Jamison Crowder, but what they really did this offseason is they added a Brashad Perriman and a Denzel Mims to the offense. I don't really think that puts them over the top by any means. So I agree. I have them winning that first uh, week one matchup. You know, it's funny. You put out a a tweet about it. Uh, Somebody, uh, one of the New York outlets said, you know, Sam Darnold never lost in in new era field. And he's two and all. And one of them was against backups. I thought it was a very, uh, you know, good point that you made there. And and I think that this is a game you're going to be going now. Again, we talk about caveats. We don't know when the season's going to start. The, the schedule was released last week. You know, this is best-case scenario that they, they, they roll the balls out on September 13th and they're actually able to start the season. I'm pessimistic. I, I hate to say that. But, you know, with the way that things are kind of – the forecast is looking, um, I, I just think that to have no off-season program, no spring work, uh, and then to pick up uh, in training camp – and, you know, I know the – 
the the league definitely wants to have fans in stadiums. I just don't see how that's going to happen in September. But hey, I would love to be wrong there. And you know, we have to go off of what we have, and this is the schedule that they have. And even if they get a full training camp and they're ready to go on 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 week one, I'm right there with you. I, I think Adam Gase versus Sean McDermott isn't a good matchup for the Jets. And I also think that the continuity built, uh, you know, within the Bills. Um, organizational structure over the last three years and, and you know specifically with Josh Allen over the last two years uh, they're in a good spot to win this game so I have the Bills starting off 1-0 and against the Jets um, week two against the Dolphins they're gonna go down to, to Miami it's gonna be hot uh, we don't know yet who's gonna be uh, the quarterback there uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick still on the roster Tua Tagovailoa obviously uh, number five overall draft pick First of all, who do you have winning? And also, who do you think is going to be the quarterback? Because I think it's going to be Fitzpatrick. I don't think we'll see Tua until maybe later in the season. I agree. Bill's winning. I think it's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and you know, it's funny because Ryan Fitzpatrick can get hot at times. We saw actually in that first Bill's game where he was actually – looked like they were going to – uh, lead. He was going to lead the Dolphins to an upset against the Bills, and then he threw that interception deep in, in Buffalo's end. I think Trey White picked him off uh, on a diving ball, and then kind of the game turned around from that point. But, you know, he's still a capable quarterback. I don't think they want to throw two into the fire, but I just think this defense is too talented to let Ryan Fitzpatrick do too much to them. I think the offense is, is much improved, and when all is said and done, the Bills move to 2-0. and I like it. Got him going to 3-0. and uh, Hosting the Rams, I think that west-to-east coast trip – and it's tougher on West Coast teams making the cross-country trip because you got to play much earlier. And I think that I'm not a big believer in Jared Goff to begin with, but he's losing Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks off of this offense. I don't know who's going to, um, you know, pick up the slack there. I know they still have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and some interesting options. Cam Akers they just drafted out of Florida State. But I just think that the Bills will be able to score enough points. I like Aaron Donald a lot. Uh, but I think this Bills defense is going to be tough on that Rams offense it, it, early on in the season. At the Bills going to 3 0 here. I agree with you there completely as well. Um, you know, Sean McVay actually said they'll stay out on the East Coast between weeks two and three because they're playing oh, the Eagles nice. in week two. But I still think that that early kickoff will throw them off. It doesn't matter if they stay in here for the extra week. They're essentially kicking off at 10 a.m. compared to what they're used to. That throws the system off, their systems off a little bit. It, it's harder to get going. Like you said, there's still some questions about golf. Um, I've never really seen a team whose Super Bowl window seemed to close so quickly where they kind of got themselves in those cap situations where they had to get rid of guys like Cooks and, and uh, Gurley. And now I'm not so sure that they can compete in the NFC West. So I think that's a, definitely a very winnable game. Yeah, it's interesting how you, you watch like the team building um, philosophies of some of these front offices and coaches and you know, they, they go out and they give up multiple uh, draft assets to go and get Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, an all-pro cornerback, no doubt about it. But the Bills, when Sean McDermott got here, they, they chose to let Stephon Gilmore go, an all-pro caliber player uh, who ended up going on and having a great career for, for New England. But what do they turn around and do? They go and find and draft a, 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 a guy that's turned into an all-pro cornerback. And it's just a different way to build the roster, I, th I think giving up that kind of draft capital is never a good idea, uh, especially for a guy that as good as Ramsey is, I don't think he and him himself is going to, you know, put you over the edge to be some, uh, let me, let me clarify that. He could be a guy that puts you over the edge. I just don't think that roster, even when they made that move was at a place that it was ready to be put over the edge. 
Not to mention Ramsey versus Josh Allen. That's going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. And you're right. They kind of pushed all their chips in last year. Uh, you know, they had made a Super Bowl appearance. They lost there. Maybe they felt like they still had that chance to go back-to-back years, but it just never came. It never meshed right. Um, the team just never kind of hit their stride. They weren't the same team offensively. So it'll be interesting to see if they bounce back at all. But I, I think of the uh, NFC West teams, that's one of the more winnable games. Then we're headed out to Las Vegas, my old stomping grounds. Week four, October 4th, 425 kick. Um, this one's interesting because I, I do think that the Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, they're a wild card. I mean, they can be a really good team. They have nice pieces. If Derek Carr plays at the high level that he's played at different times in his career, uh, they have some interesting and intriguing options. Obviously, um, that stadium is going to be fun. I was looking, we were looking last night. Uh, I did a little Zoom chat with some fans uh, during the fights, and uh, they were looking at tickets. And the cheapest ticket you can get out there right now for those Vegas games are $400 a seat. And so just imagine the kind of I remember when the Golden Knights started in Vegas, and it was just, it took the city by storm. I think it's going to be big time, like must see um, live sporting event in the city. So, it's going to be a cool atmosphere, but I think that the Bills travel well in that situation and uh, they get their fourth win. Yeah, I'm, I'm still with you. 4-0 here as well. I think that the Raiders have some good pieces, like you said, but I think they have a lot of young pieces still. I'm not sure that they're ready yet. Uh, I actually loved when they, they drafted back-to-back wide receivers in this draft class. Uh, I thought that they have some, some interesting young talent there, but I still think they're a year away. Uh, I still have questions about Kari. He hasn't been the same quarterback since that, I believe, back injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think the Bills can still get after him a little bit, make him a little uncomfortable. It might not be the most exciting game, but I think that the Bills can come out of that stadium with a win. I mean, really, you look at this roster uh, at the wide receiver position, obviously adding Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, like you mentioned, signed Tyrell Williams to that big deal uh, last offseason. Zay Jones, former Bills wide receiver, I mean, he could have an uphill battle making this team because I know they like – they just signed Jason Witten. Uh, they obviously love uh, Darren Waller, the upstart tight end as well. So um, very interesting roster um, battles to watch uh, with, with the Raiders. Uh, but week five is a, another tough game. And this starts, I feel like, uh, where the schedule starts to get a little bit more difficult uh, at – Tennessee, and then then, uh, you return the next week uh, to host Kansas City uh, on Thursday Night Football. But we'll start with um, Tennessee, where the Bills won last year, but it was against Marcus Mariota. This year, it's Ryan Tannehill. I have them suffering their first loss in this one. Yep, same here, actually. Uh, And the Bills have had their their success against Ryan Tannehill. It's kind of been a mixed bag a little bit, but they've definitely had their opportunities where they've shown that they had a way to beat him and things like that. But at the same time, these always seem to be low-scoring, ugly games, one possession towards the end. And I think ultimately things will kind of uh, catch up with the Bills where they finally lose a close one. So I think this is the opportunity where they do lose one. They drop to 4-1 on the year. But I still think it's going to be a competitive game when all is said and done. I agree. And I think that it's – it's just a lot to ask to go on the road to Vegas, which is the first West Coast trip of the year, to then turn around, come back. And I, I do give Sean McDermott credit. Like, he treats each week as its own week and really gets, you know, the, the, the room to buy in 
to that one day at a time, do your 111, all those funny cliches. But, you know, this is the time, this is the time of year, one of them, that they'll really need to abide by that. And I just think it's a lot to ask to go on the road again uh, for a second straight weekend and against a really, you know, top flight AFC uh, opponent. Uh, it's a tough one, and I think that they're going to drop it. Now, they got to go to uh, Vegas. They got to come back to Buffalo. They got to go to uh, Nashville, come back to Buffalo where they get to stay, but it's going to be a short turnaround, four days. They're going to host the defending Super Bowl champions on Thursday night football. When this first came out, I was like, man, the first thing that came into my mind about this game was I just can't even fathom what that environment is going to be like. I almost am going to have to sneak out. If it goes down as scheduled, I'm going to have to sneak out of the press box for the start of the game just to kind of feel the atmosphere in the stadium. Because if they're 4-1 or 5-0 and going into this game, it's going to be absolute electricity in New Airfield. I agree with that. It's going to be an interesting game. You know, when the, when the schedule first came out, I said, if there was one game I said where, I, where I'm happy the Bills are coming off of a, a short rest and, the, and the, their opponent's coming off a short rest, it's the Chiefs game. It doesn't give Andy Reid time to really game plan much for Buffalo and, and vice versa. But you're, you're going to put up that Patrick Mahomes offense against that top flight defense. And I think the Bills have a shot at upsetting Kansas City in that situation because there's not going to be so much game plan. It's just going to be your best versus our best. But ultimately, when all is said and done, I have this as a loss. I think it could be a really exciting game, though. And it's going to be the first big test. And I don't want to write off the Titans. But when you're talking about the big test of this schedule this year, the Super Bowl champions, it doesn't get any bigger than that. So I think this will be like their first really big test to see how they stack up against the best teams, not just in the AFC, but in the league as a whole. All right. What do you, and so what did you have them? Did you have them winning? Or was I have them losing this one. Okay. Dropping to four and two. Okay, I have them losing as well, and I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, and, and, and by shootout, I probably mean more the first one to 30 wins, and I know that that's not typically a shootout, but against a Sean McDermott defense, scoring 30, 30 or more or close to 30 points, I mean, it kind of can feel like that. And I think this is going to be, you know, where the teams are kind of going back and forth a little bit. I, I do expect the Bills to come out quickly in this one if all, all uh, sides are healthy. But I just think that Patrick Mahomes makes enough plays on national TV. Um, listen, this is so tough to do in May. It's tough to do in September. And, and all of these games, the one good thing I think for Bills fans to remember is you have a team that I think is going to be competitive in every game. And so any one of these things can, can kind of flip here. And, you know, maybe they, they, maybe they win in, in Tennessee. Maybe they win at home against Kansas City. Maybe they lose one that we don't expect them to. You never really know, but I just think Kansas City is a tough one. Uh, week seven, we both have them at four and two. They come back um, or they go on the road, uh, back on the road, but only to the Meadowlands where they were very successful in 2019, winning against the Jets and Giants in back-to-back weeks. I am winning again to go to five and two. Listen, it's Adam Gase, man. I, I like the things that they that um, you know Joe Douglas has done there. I, I think that you have to address the offensive line if you have a young quarterback. They did that. I think that there's a potential for that room to come together a little bit. But as good as Becton is, their first uh, first round pick, it's a guy that's very raw coming in the league, and he's going to have to go against a defensive line that might be the deepest in the NFL in the Bills. So I like that matchup for the Bills, and that's why I'm going to pick him on the road at New York. 
Yeah, I have the Bills winning this one as well. And the extra rest, actually, I think is going to really play a big factor. You have that Thursday night game against the Chiefs, then you get that extra time to kind of rest up, but also the game plan for this opponent. So the Bills are going to go in with extra preparations for the Jets. Maybe, you know, a a few trick plays in in their bag they can use against New York and, and complete the season sweep against the Jets. All right, moving right along. Uh, Patriots, uh, this is uh, another win. I've already given my thoughts on, on New England, and I think that you go back to week four in 2019, and I think that's a game the Bills should have won. Who knows? Maybe they do win it if, if Josh Allen doesn't get hurt. Uh, but I really like them in this matchup to go to 6-2 and two, uh, hosting, the, hosting the Patriots. Yeah, you know, maybe Jarrett Stidham ends up being the answer for them at quarterback, but I, I find it hard to believe that in his first year he'll be as good, even as Tom Brady was last year. I know Tom Brady last year wasn't the Tom Brady of his prime, but he was still pretty good statistically. I don't think you're going to get that out of Stidham in, in year one, so I'm with you on that. I'm not sold on this team just yet, this Patriots team that is, so I have the Bills winning that one as well. All right, so we're both sitting here at 6-2. and two. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks come to town um, two, two home games in a row. And really, I think there's only two instances of that all season because uh, it's a lot of fl- uh, flipping back and forth. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at home. I'm going with as good as I think Josh Allen has, was last year and can be this year. I'm going to go with the, the, the elite quarterback, Russell Wilson, who I think is in a class with Patrick Mahomes ahead of the rest of the league. I think the Bills dropped this one, go to six and three. I like some of the sneaky additions they made in the draft, Seattle, uh, on their defense as well. Yeah, I, I've gone back and forth in, in this game a few times. I have it as a loss right now. One thing I like about this game is the Bills are wedged between two NFC West opponents for the Seahawks. I don't think they'd overlook the Bills, but I think their preparations for their divisional opponents are really going to be focused on those two games. So there could be a little bit of letdown, especially – uh, on the road, an earlier kickoff, things like that. So I think things could factor in. The Bills actually played the Seahawks pretty tight the last time they played. Uh, but ultimately, I have this as a loss. I think it could be a lot closer, though, than some people expect. Definitely. Um, so Seattle comes across uh, the country to play the Bills, and then the Bills go west to Arizona. This is, this is a really fun matchup of two really exciting young quarterbacks who kind of, you know, I don't want to say similar games because the way that Kyler Murray attacks defenses and the way Josh Allen does, it's a little bit different. But they're both young, mobile, um, big-arm quarterbacks, and I think it's going to be a fun uh, matchup, mostly because they both have new weapons in DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs. I think that the, you know, the Bills' defense is, is going to stand up here uh, against a young Kyler Murray. And now we're going to we're talk about week 10 here. There's going to be nine weeks of film. Uh, or eight, depending on when Arizona's bye week lands, uh, of tape on Kyler Murray in this offense. I think Sean McDermott can dig into that tape a little bit, come up with a game plan, and Tredavious White versus DeAndre Hopkins again, which is always a fun matchup. I think the Bills win this one. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the Cardinals are still about a year away from really making some noise in that division and being a consistent playoff threat. I think they have some exciting young pieces. I like Murray. Obviously, I love Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, the defense kind of improved as the year went on, but I still think that there's enough holes in that roster where the Bills are, are I would say, superior from top to bottom compared to that roster. So I have the Bills winning this game as well. Uh, week 11 is the bye, uh, so we're going to move past that right on to week 12, and this is where 
this is going to be the make or break uh, stretch of the season. And, and, and when I say make or break, I mean, you know, AFC East contention, potential playoff seeding contention. I think the Bills are going to be in a good spot entering this stretch run. But there are some tough games to close out the season, some tough divisional games to close out the season. And it starts with the Los Angeles Chargers in Buffalo. Uh, I have this as a win. I think Tyrod Taylor will still be the quarterback holding off Justin Herbert. I think he'll win the job. Anthony Lynn really likes him. Um, and I think that because Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback in this exercise, to me, it's going to be tough for him to come back into this building and generate enough points to win this game, as good as I think the Chargers defense has the potential to be. So I'm going to go Chargers, 8-3 and three Bills uh, after a win. Yeah, I, I have the Bills winning this one as well. They're coming off a bye. So, again, extra preparation, extra time to – Look at the tape for who is going to be the starting quarterback, first and foremost, for the Chargers. Uh, I, I'm not as sold that it'll be Tyrod. I think that the Chargers can get off to a little bit of a rough start, and then you're going to have to throw your, your rookie, Justin Herbert, into action. I think that would actually bode even better for the Bills. Yes, he has a big arm, but I think this defense could kind of lure him into some mistakes, some interceptions, some turnovers, uh, and, and kind of win the game that way. But regardless of who plays quarterback, the Chargers do have a very talented roster, offense and defense. But the extra, you know, the extra time to prepare for this game and, and the fact that it's going to be at home uh, ultimately sways me in the favor of the Bills. Week 13, the – I'm going to call it the game of the year. I'm going to call it the toughest game of the year and I think the most – I know Kansas City, the Super Bowl champions on Thursday Night Football is amazing and a huge moment uh, game. But Monday Night Football is just a little bit different. And the San Francisco 49ers is, are such a storied franchise. Um, this, is, this is cool. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Josh Allen, you know, two teams that I think are built in, you know, with similar, um, you know, similar philosophies. And, you know, it differs a little bit. Obviously, they, 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 got, a, they got themselves a Nick Bosa. The Bills weren't able to, you know, but who knows? Ed Oliver can turn into the type of, impact defensive linemen um, that can at least be in the conversation. But this is a marquee matchup, San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football, and the Bill Loose uh, in, my, in, my, uh, in my exercise here. I think that's a tough ask, uh, especially with, you know, coming off the Chargers game, then you got to go on the road to Pittsburgh, and then you got to go on the road or come home to Pittsburgh and then go on the road to Denver. It's, it's a tough stretch of games here. I think they drop it. Yeah, you know, we obviously have been working together a long time here because you and I are in the same, like, mind path here. Uh, I have it as a loss as well. I, I just think that 49ers defense is just as strong as Buffalo's. I think they can force some mistakes on Josh Allen. They're not necessarily sold on Jimmy Garoppolo and, and this offense necessarily, but I think they do enough at home to, to defeat the Bills. All right, and then closing this thing off is home Pittsburgh on Sunday night renegade rematch. I cannot wait for that to see if the bills play uh, renegade inside new era field uh, at Denver in week 15 um, at new England week 16 uh, on Monday night football. That's going to be uh, electric as well. And then week 17 uh, at home against Miami to close things out. I have them. And I'm just speeding through this because listen, we only got three minutes till the Michael Jordan documentary starts. We got to, we got to get this, get this thing going here. We could talk all night about this schedule. Um, I got them winning against Pittsburgh to go to 9-4. and four, A loss against Denver. Uh, that's a really tough uh, trip. The altitude in Denver is brutal. Uh, so I have that as a loss. And then I have them winning, uh, sweeping the AFC East, as you mentioned in one of your stories last week. They beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football. They beat the Dolphins. 
11 and five AFC East champions. Where do we differ? Because I think you got them going 12 and four. Oh, finally, here we go. Finally, a change. I have them going four and zero here. So first of all, Ben Roethlisberger, he's getting up there in age. He, you know, the fitness, it's not really there. He's not that guy that's taking uh, the, the, as seriously as maybe some of these other older quarterbacks. We, we saw him. He looked like UConn Jack there from uh, Frosty when we saw him last. So nice. I, I'm one, I'm not even sure if he's going to be healthy at this point of the season, but even if he is, I don't think he's the same Ben Roethlisberger anymore. He doesn't have the same weapon. So I have the bills winning that one at home. Yeah. I, I do like this Broncos team. I think they have a lot of talent. Uh, I really like their draft picks this year as well. But I think again, with Drew Locke, they're still one year away. The bills do enough to win that one on the road. And, and then the, the Patriots rematch primetime game. This is where I think they clinched the division. I I need to see Stidham before I can say that this is this team's going to be able to beat the Bills. I'm just not there yet, so the Bills sweep them. And, and I do have a little asterisk next to the Dolphins game. If the Bills have nothing to play for seeding-wise, maybe you put your backups in again. But if they're playing for a better playoff spot in terms of seeding and the starters play, and you have a Miami team in Buffalo in January, I'm going to mark that down as a win. And also, I will say, even if it doesn't mean anything and you'd sit your starters, I think that Jake Fromm can lead the Bills to a victory over Tua Tagovailoa in Buffalo winter, you know, the Alabama quarterback. I think that that could be an interesting little storyline, little side storyline there. But we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Oh, quick shout-out here. Let me see if I can bring this down. Um, we got some wings tonight. Um, obviously, we're all quarantined. Um, Barbell, Barbell North. Check these bad boys out. I don't want to tease wow. you too much, but these are fire. I we always get the um, their specialty, which are the Cajun honey butter barbecue. These are hot and spicy barbecue. I had three of these. I'm gonna have three more after we're done here. They blew my face off. They were so hot. Um, and I usually don't go super hot, but I want to give a shout out to all the local, um, you know, restaurants that are struggling right now. Uh, Barbell's right down the street from us, so we, we, we've been there quite a bit, but all these places are absolutely killing us. Go out and support these, these, these restaurants because, you know, it's tough times. My man, Ryan, it was so good to, to get back on here, talk a little Bills football. We'll have you covered with so much content over the next couple of weeks. We're, we're, we're brainstorming. We're in the lab right now to, to kind of figure out different ways to, you know, bring entertaining stuff to you guys. If you have any suggestions, hit our DMs as always. And this Wednesday night, live show the one-man gang lorenzo alexander going to be live with ryan and myself we'll talk all things bill's career um you know this roster as it stands right now he played with most of these guys and his expectations for 2020 it's going to be super fun ryan thank you so much hey thank you